You are listening to the podcast for learning the language of A Course in Miracles so you can understand the meaning, embody the message, and live the teachings as a way of life. Welcome to Episode 9 of this podcast. I'm your host, Reverend Jennifer McSween, creator of this podcast and the Course in Miracles practice coach for taking those who are studying the course from inspiration to application. On this week's episode, I'm going to talk about God from the perspective of A Course in Miracles. In episode two, I talked about the importance of honoring the metaphysical framework of the course in order to understand what it's really saying. Because you need to understand what the course is saying to properly embody and entertain the perspective that the course presents. Remember, the goal of the course is to help us shift or change our perception so that we can have that healed, transformed experience the course promises and the reason why most of us came to the course in the first place. So the course's most fundamental premise is that it's your perception, the way you look at something, what you tell yourself it is or what it means that determines the way you see and experience it. Not the way you define it, not the words you use to describe it, or even the name that you call it for that matter. And God is an example of a word or a name we give to something that we can all relate to, that we all experience in the same form when looked at from the perspective of the world. Because let's face it, everyone has an opinion of God, regardless of whether you believe or not. And when I say that it's experienced in the same form, I'm not referring to a specific image, but as in the form of something that is separate from us. God also can and always will be experienced in only one of two ways. Because in reality, there are only two perspectives from which God, or anything else for that matter, can be viewed. One is the perspective of the world, and the second is the metaphysical perspective like that of A Course in Miracles. Now, regardless of all the seemingly different religious spiritual or other perspectives, they each fall within one of these two. And whether someone describes themselves as religious, spiritual, atheistic, or agnostic, to describe or define their perception of God, they are entertaining the perspective of the world. Even the atheist who doubts the and the agnostic who chooses not to decide either way, both either or either one of them, and both of them, they are making their decision based on a premise that supports the world's perspective, simply because the metaphysical perspective has a different premise, and I'll explain that a bit later. Now, God in A Course in Miracles is looked at very differently than it is in the world, because the Course's underlying metaphysical premise of God is radically different than that of the world's. As a result, God is seen and experienced in in directly opposite ways by someone who holds the perspective of the course and someone who looks at it from the perspective of the world. 
Let me share with you a personal story to explain what I mean. I was recently having a conversation with a friend who is a personal transformation coach and author like I am. And we were talking about our shared joy of writing, our passion for metaphysics, and how we can all become empowered and, and live from a place of love instead of fear simply by recognizing that our true nature is spiritual and not physical. Now, my friend is familiar with The Course in Miracles. However, she's not a student of The Course. So we hold opposite perspectives. And though we share an interest in doing certain things, the way we look at them and the way we approach them are quite different. So at one point, my friend asked me if I saw myself as a, as a god or as a god. And I guess it had to do with, you know, we were talking about we both shared the awareness that we believed and we acknowledge and recognize our spiritual nature and this sense of power that comes with that, not in power over anything, but in this, the feeling of empowerment. And I believe she'd even said something to the effect of, you know, that do you see yourself as a God, you know, powerful beyond belief? And so I replied by saying that I did not see myself as a God, but as one with God. And this was not because I was equating myself to God, but as in I did not see myself as something separate from God. Now, this is not at all the way God is seen when looked at from the perspective of the world. From the perspective of the world, God, like the world itself, along with everything in it, is seen through the eyes of separation and therefore is seen as something separate and apart from us. In last week's episode, I talked about the idea of separation, that the Course teaches that our belief in separation leads us to see and experience ourselves and each other and everything in our lives and in the world in a manner that reflects that separation. It's in, always in some form of individuality, lack, limitation, differences, conflict, etc. It's, it's never whole or peaceful or unified in any way. Seeing God as something separate and apart from us is a direct reflection of the belief in separation. And that was the same underlying belief that led to my friend's question as to if I saw myself as a God. Just look at the way God has been viewed throughout the ages, particularly among religions and more traditional cultures. The oldest and most predominant image of God is that of an all-powerful anthropomorphic being. That is, God is seen as being in the image of a human being, but possessing the highest human qualities and, of course, superhuman powers. This is the vision of a God that exists separately in the heavens, above us somewhere, and is seen as being actively involved in each of our individual moment-to-moment -moment lives, and in everything that takes place in the world. Now, though the perception of God in an anthropomorphic form may not be the predominant perception of God today, God is still seen within the context of some form in the world. Among the more modern groups, for example, such as the New Age and certain modern-day spiritual circles, God is viewed on a more earthly or down-to-earth level, so to speak, 
and talked about and seen more as a presence within us. It may be described as energy, a light, a life force, or an entity of some sort. But there is still always a differentiation between what God is and what we are, even though it is being seen and said to be existing within us as opposed to above us. From the perspective of the Course, however, God, just like everything else, is an idea, not a form or a thing. When we look at God as a concept, without placing it within the context of a perspective, what characterizes or defines a God? In other words, when you say a God, what comes to mind would be the concept or the idea of that which is eternal, that's everywhere present, that is all-powerful in and of itself, uh, there's no other power to oppose it, or that is opposite to it, because there's nothing else. And it would also be that which would be seen as sourcing and sustaining all things, giving rise or life to everything. So when you look at God from the perspective of God as an idea, as opposed to a form, God can now be seen as, or said to be, the source and the essential nature of everything we see, encounter, and or experience in any shape or form. What this says about us and our relationship to God is that God is the substance, the essential nature of what we are, as opposed to being seen as a part of what we are. We are literally one with God, as I responded to my friend's question. So what the Course means by the word God is that which is the potential for all things to be, or that which gives rise to all things and lets them be without limits, judgment, or conditions. What is interesting to note about this definition of God in the language of the Course, or from the perspective of the Course, the context of an idea, is that it is almost identical to the Course's definition or idea of love that I shared in Episode 6 of the same title, Love. In that episode, I shared that in the, in the Course, Love can be defined as the idea of including, embracing, accepting, and letting all things be without exceptions or conditions. God and love are seen as one, one and the same in the Course. And in the introduction to the text, the Course states that its aim is not to teach the meaning of love, because that which is all-encompassing cannot be taught. The aim, rather, is to remove the blocks to the awareness of love's presence. Now, since God and love are one, one and the same, the same thing can be said about God in the language of the Course. That is, that it too is all-encompassing, therefore it cannot be taught, 
and neither is God to be seen or experienced in a specific form. When we hold an image of God that stems from the perception of the world, we see and experience God as something separate, apart, and different from us. Entertaining the perspective of the Course removes the blocks to the awareness of the presence and the nature of God and allows us to recognize God as all there is in and as all things and therefore we also see and experience ourselves as one with God. Isn't that beautiful? So that's it for this week's topic. God from the perspective of A Course in Miracles. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of this podcast for understanding the language of A Course in Miracles. Tune in next week when I'll be discussing the ego, that thought that we could exist as something independent and separate from God. If you enjoy this episode, please leave me a review. Subscribe so that you don't miss another episode. And please invite your friends to listen. Have a great week and see you on the podcast next Wednesday.